three, two, one. Let's, Let's go. go. I'm the host of the PBE podcast. <laughs> Troy Tittlemeyer and I'm joined here in the booth with TGS at NAEP 2023. NAEP is a super interesting event because it ties the technical world with the investment world, right? It's, it's really what it's all about. You gotta make money at the end of the day with what we do as geoscientists. What data are you using? And how are you making predictions with that data? How are you using this information to de-risk the investment? Uh, so as usual, the story from the rocks, right? That's what we're all about. The rocks don't lie. So these are the story from the stones and I'm getting to stand with Michaela. Please introduce yourself. Yes, hi everybody. I'm Michaela Christensen. I've been with TGS for about a year now. I am a geoscientist by background. Started in New Mexico, the rock capital of the world, I like to say. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so every weekend was a field trip out to see new rocks. So I love rocks. Right on. And moved to Houston for graduate school. Oh, nice. Graduated with my master's in geoscience from Perfect. Houston. U of A or yep. UH? UH. 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 I actually studied with Andrew Stearns, which Is you've had right? on your podcast as well. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah, so we were kind of uh, grad buddies, if you nice. will. Nice. Now, did you do a thesis also on like uh, the flood of... Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, my thesis was quite different. My thesis was tectonostratigraphy of the frontier formation in Wyoming. Whoa. So Green River Basin looked at different uh, stratigraphic controls of different uplifts, severe and laramide uplifts, oh, how that man. affected sedimentation. Oh, man, yeah. didn't it? It, had, it really I mean, did. it was cool. That's cool. The tectonics definitely uh, disrupted the sedimentation, I would imagine. Yes. I mean, we had two competing erogenies and just created a mess of stratigraphy, which was really fun to interpret, wow. really fun to make conclusions from. Was that in, was that a thesis that was sponsored by an operator or? No, it wasn't. Okay. It was actually sponsored by the National Science Foundation, so NSF. Uh, okay. So national funded science re research project, nice. which was a small part of a larger project across the United oh, States. Wow. Yeah. Right on. Okay. And then everybody that worked within that kind of umbrella is all doing similar things, just different basins around the U.S.? Pretty much okay. a little bit different stratigraphy, but understanding the interior seaway during the Cretaceous oh, ultimately man. and the different effects of sedimentation for the competing tectonics right on man all right i'm excited now yeah. what exactly are you doing at tgs what are you yes. working on and then a follow-up question after that's going to be like your take on nape what is this place why are we all here i want to hear your take on it but first let's start with what you do for tgs okay uh here at tgs i'm a part of the well data data products team so okay. i handle a lot of different well data products some of my projects this year is our our last product analytics ready las nice. which is a machine learning algorithm yeah. predictor tool that basically shows you everything you need to see in the subsurface at the well level at the log level nice. so i can talk I a little bit more about that uh, once we get to it i also work on our well performance data set different attributes in there we're looking at a petrophysical model of the entire us Whoa. different basins all 27 of them and various what other attributes that? in our well performance data set wow you know, it, TGS really blows me away with the the amount of data that's collected, QC'd, all put into a relational database. Yes. Like, and it's it's the whole country's like each state has their own regulatory body, their own formats of how their data is reported versus how it's actually even delivered in like the raw form. Right. And TGS, because I, I I purchased TGS Longbow to help me with understanding kind of how plays are moving and like prospecting and stuff, right? right? 
And I'm just blown away. It's like two, three months and bang, you got like a whole update. Here's all the states mm -hmm. that just updated all the data. And I also operate wells and I look at the production of these of my wells, knowing exactly what's going on because they're mine. Like, right. I, I pump them. Yeah. And I look at the data. I'm like, damn, you know, you guys <laughs> allocate in a very interesting we way. Do, too. We do. We yes. do. You got a, a, a kind of a proprietary way of of allocating where the production's coming from, because in the state of Texas, for example, it's all allocated. Mm -hmm. So I have one lease, three wells. Where is it coming from? I know. Yeah. I looked at your data, I'm like, oh, dang, you guys almost hit it right on the head. Yeah, I mean, we do our best to capture the data as is, and we want our data to be usable, right? right? So it's diverse in the sense that you can use it in any application you're working with. The implementation of that data is seamless. Yeah. And what I really appreciate with TGS is we're the world's largest well log data library, but we also use that data to make interpretations, Yeah. right? So in Longbow, as you said, one of my projects is interpreted producing formation. So we look at where the well bore is landed and we do the interpretation of what formation that actually is. Oh, wow. The state often produces data that is not necessarily accurate. Operators call different formations That's different right. things. That's right. Having a normalized, standardized methodology behind that and understanding the stratigraphy on a level that everybody can apply is yeah. really powerful. Right so on. that's a small portion of our longbow data set or well performance data set that I have a hand in. But I wow. really appreciate TGS's opportunity to interpret the data that they have because it's, yeah. it's really the world's best data. And so therefore it should be the world's best interpretation. Right. I like that. I like that's a new slogan right there. It is. World's it best is. Data Quote me on that. <laughs> interpretations. Uh, I remember telling the guys back at, I started using Longbow at, on the operating side for a company I, I was working for in 2014, mm -hmm. really dove in in 2015, 2016. And I always said, I said, you guys are like the best operator that's not operating. Like Correct, yeah. you guys have petrophysicists that sit there and digitize those logs and make sure the curves are correct. They're mm -hmm. depth registered. You got problems with the borehole you know all these things that takes a petrophysicist a lot of time right to do when in reality they need to be messing with the formulas and taking with cores they need to be doing petrophysics not QCing stuff mm -hmm. and our our ceo at the time really saw the benefit of that and so we always bought las plus right we always got the plus highly recommended yeah for sure especially when you have your models ready to go we were using geographics to, to mm -hmm. study the subsurface right and bang, you you get the LAS workstation ready, yep. right? And bang, you plug it in and the model it's goes to work. To go. yeah. And it's like, man, now we're talking about why and how and ideas. Like yeah. not wasting time with the freaking QCing and the, yeah, yeah. And TGS stands out a little bit in that realm also. We do a lot of log press processing. There's a lot of companies that do log processing, sure. but what TGS does differently is this is a person making the corrections, right? Yeah. It's not a machine. We don't plug in some algorithm, correct for this curve pool, things like that. Yeah. We actually have somebody looking at it, a real petrophysicist yep. looking at the data, yep. making those corrections so that log and curve is ready to interpret. Yep. As you said, workstation ready or interpretation ready you get the log start interpreting one two three in uh in 2015 2016 i guess it was if i got that right it's my memories with dates are never that good but uh, i know it's somewhere in there i got to visit the the multi-story building with all the people in there that were reading the valid validating well header information yes. and tracing the logs and all that stuff and they were like 
you know, bookshelves full of old logs, paper yeah. logs. And then and then you had a whole processing center scanning those and digitizing the, the image yep. that gets traced. And at the time, there was kind of like a, not a missing data point, but it was certainly a, an interesting one was image logs. Because mm -hmm. the, the formatting is like, they're like, they usually come in like these big fold outs, not the standard little ones. <laughs> right. And they're in color and, you know, there's a lot more to them. Mm -hmm. Are you, how, how's that developed over the last, you know, five years now on image logs? Those stacks have gotten smaller, I'll put it that <laughs> <Okay>. way. <laughs> so uh, we do still scan in logs where, where we're missing that data. Yeah. But scanning in logs helps us create the world's largest log library. And image logs are really important, right? They provide you an image of the stratigraphy of the yeah. rocks. Yeah. And image logs can be really powerful. So we have developed a process to convert those into a digital format that again is normalized, standardized. Nice. So it's the same no matter where you go. Does, right? the, does the interpretation also get digitized? Because usually like Halliburton or Schlumberger will have a image log professional, right? And say, yeah. hey, this is slump feature. Here's fractures, open, healed. You guys are digitizing also the interpretation? Yes, yeah, so in any interpretation oh, wow. notes, we do digitize that because we're a very transparent company. We want to let you know exactly how we process logs, exactly how we have come up with the interpretation so you can replicate it or alter it for your specifications. That's awesome, that's awesome. Look at Sadler. <laughs> I didn't even know the man was here. Look at the legend. Yep, there he is. You think he'll get on the podcast? He better, he better. Sadler. I was gonna not to interrupt our podcast, of yeah, course. Yeah, no, we're but good. He's busy. Look at him. He's looking at that tequila bottle. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. This is yeah. So super cool. So and and one of your uh, major projects right now that you're drilling into this year. What's like your what What are you excited about this year? Yeah. So my most exciting product this year is our our last product, which is analytics ready LAS. And what I like to say for that is it's a quad combo for every well. Can you imagine that? We have millions right. of wells with LES digital logs on it. Yeah. And now they're all quad combos. Because the, the sonic typically that. doesn't get, the sonic wasn't ran, but you right. have resistivity, neutron density, and you're doing some kind of relational calculated curve to yes. those curves. Yes, so it's a machine yeah. learning algorithm and everybody shies away from machine learning, right? Yeah. I'm a geologist myself. I understand that machine learning can be scary sometimes, yeah. but what we do differently is we use our data. There's data attached to every log that we infill that missing data with our algorithm. Man. And so having that's the big. best data in yeah. gives you the best data out. Well, that's the whole thing, right? Garbage in, garbage out, Correct. machine learning. And you never have enough data. You never have Hold enough on. data. You can like, now. If, yeah, you can if you now. actually think about how much data you guys have digitized and in the library that's mm -hmm. depth registered in the Z axis, not just X, Y's, yep. but like you can compare zones across areas. There's an, there's an insane amount of data that you guys are insane. dealing with. Yep. And you're using all that. Once you get that understood and then you tie it to the cores or you tie it to actual like as much truth as you can, your model starts working itself into yeah, some Yeah, very product. integrated, very yeah. integrated. So RLS provides you more clarity on the subsurface at the different curve levels, right? Quad combo. So we do gamma ray resistivity, sonic density, neutron porosity, neutron density, things like that as we go across the United States for that. And what's really important is you mentioned LAS Plus. Those are clean, the cleanest logs you can get on the market. Yeah. 
and they're on depth, they're spliced yeah. together, they're already good as it is. And then we now take that a step further and use those great logs to make more interpretations in that machine learning algorithm to predict missing data. So yeah. now you can do more petrophysics on it. You can right. do a basin wide petrophysical analysis, yeah. a well by well petrophysical analysis. Yeah. Uh, geophysicists can now tie these quad combos to their seismic data for more calibration points. The geologists yeah. can do more accurate geoprognosis on the development side so they can see the entire stratigraphy yeah. at all different curve intervals. It's powerful. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's got to be really cool working for TGS. I've always been a fan of TGS. I've always been uh, watching, you know, these guys and learning from them, you know, right. and like seeing what's really developing. And you guys do a good job listening to the clients and getting good feedback. I personally have been invited to an in-house workshop where it's like, how are you using it? And, mm -hmm. you know, I, developing ideas around, you know, how we're doing that in the real world. And so I can extrapolate that with confidence, I feel like, to the rest of the country and the rest of the data. And you guys just, what's amazing about TGS and really in any business is staying power. Mm -hmm. If you have staying power, you can really start to develop a successful business. If, right. And, and TGS continues to stay there. You continue to get hot. You're hiring people during downturns like Andrew's story. Yeah. So TGS shows that there's the staying power, but then you got people like you and the rest of the team that are putting this product out there that's like, all right, this this is something I should seriously consider. Andrew's uh, uh, drill stem test tied to well log information yeah. at that scale. like how much more can we get out of this data and, and more understanding of these basins and these plays right. with a heavy data set? Yeah, and we have a very heavy data set and it's a really integrated data set, which makes for an integrated interpretation. More data in, more data out, right? Yeah, yeah. More clarity on what you're interpreting at all different levels, whether it's reservoir pressure with our DSTs or whether it's just curve uh -huh. signature for our, our last product. Wow. It really just provides you a lot of opportunity to interpret exactly what you need to interpret and be confident in that interpretation and make money ultimately. Yeah, right. And TGS stays in power, as you said, because of our customer relationships, right? All of our products are built off customer feedback. Nice. We don't build a product without our customer's input. Right. We have um, great customers and they provide us the information we need to build the best products. Right, they're transparent. Yeah, you're Transparent, getting, yeah. yeah. Well, right on, Michaela. That was awesome. All right. I'm excited for what you're doing. I'm excited for TGS. Thanks for having us here. Yes. And uh, thanks for doing the show. Yeah, thank you so much. Right on.